Welcome to the Murder Club for Beginners podcast. I'm Nick and I'm in Brisbane. I'm Mel and I'm in Melbourne and we hope you enjoy listening to our podcast. Hey Nick, how are you? I'm good Mel, how are you doing? Good. Now, uh, like let's jump jump straight into it. Mm-hmm. You've just told me you're doing pub choir tomorrow mm-hmm. night, which is why we're recording on a Tuesday and not a Wednesday. Yep. What is pub choir? Please tell. Okay. Pub choir is when you obviously go to a pub. Yeah. And there's um, you have to buy tickets for it and it tends to sell out. It's pretty popular. Yeah. And it's for proceeds for a charity. I can't remember which one, but I think it's um, the Deaf Society of Queensland or Australia okay. or something. Yep. And so you pay 34 bucks and you go. And they pick a song and they segregate you into voices of high, low, medium, mm. and you sing it. So I've been once before. It's really fun. Yeah. We see it's in a pub and, like, you meet up beforehand or normally the pub has food and drinks anyway. And, yeah, it's just a fun night out with friends and it's for a good cause. And what did you sing last time you went? Do you remember? Uh, it was Queen. Oh, always uh, good. Yep. Oh, I should remember. I can't. It was Queen song. Um I Want to Break Free by Queen. Ah, oh, such and, a good song. But, yeah, and they pick classic songs. Um, mm-hmm. and what they do is the first hour you spend, like, learning your bits and rehearsing it, mm-hmm. and then they go back um, and they record it when you actually do it. And I'm just trying to look up the song for – I have a lot of chats going on um, – for this week. Oh, so you already uh, know. It's not like a yes. surprise. Okay. No, no, no. It's not like a surprise. Although last week was a bit, last time was a bit because they didn't release it until we sort of got there. But someone has found the song for um, Wednesday night and it's mm-hmm. Toto Africa. Oh, wow. We are going classic 80s. Mm-hmm. Classic 80s. So, yeah, it should be quite fun. There's quite a big group of us going. So, And Excellent. hence why I had to record tonight and skip training for you, Melly. Things I do. I mean, you. look, I, I ca- all these good things. Now, I will not be doing pub choir just because mm-hmm. my vocal range is horrific. And so it's mine, but that's the whole point. No. See, I even got kicked out of choir because... Yeah, I wasn't great. Still not great. <laughs> but I do think I sound great in the car and obviously, uh-huh. as everyone else does, in the shower. Oh, of course. Mm, yeah. Uh, okay, so um, and what's your, you know, are you high, low, middle? I'm middle. I'm middle and I'm very soft. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't, yeah. You're not a belter. No, not a belter. So, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Well, no, it's fun. I'm excited to hear how it goes. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you want us to listen to a little bit of a snapshot of the recording they make, I uh, I could add it to the end of an episode. All right. Something to bear in mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do not sound so excited by, <laughs> by that. Um, mm. Now, you've been doing some deep dive research oh actually no let's rewind one die now (laughs) I did jump in to Facebook which Mm -hmm. is a rarity but uh you know I'm always loving for a look on marketplace to see what deals you can get 
And then yep. I saw some one die pictures and I was like, oh, yep. and I saw little Al in uh, yep. Hootie Al. Um, yeah, Hootie Al mm-hmm. that goes lots of dis- different places and probably traveled more places than any of us across the world. Yeah, oh, he's traveled a few. I never used to take him much when we traveled in the US because to get him through TSA because he is full of lavender. Oh, um, okay. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he mainly traveled around California. Okay. But, yeah, and the one time I didn't take him to Wanda was actually the year I broke my shoulder up there and I really could have used him. But anyway, so now he just comes for the ride. Okay, so tell us He about had a very him. busy, good weekend. Uh, and it sounds like, and it looks like you had a very busy weekend with some really mm-hmm. interesting, funny pics. Uh, mm-hmm. But tell me about your, did you stay up right, Nick? No. <laughs> I thought we <laughs> had had mildly, this conversation. We did. I managed to stay upright for two out of three times. But <laughs> um, ironically, like Craig stayed with me on the trial run and I was a bit knackered. Um mm. Because, yeah, I may have put a bit too much effort in um, park run on Saturday morning. Okay. Um, they got slightly too competitive there. But um, so Craig was running with me and I kept saying to him, you can go ahead, you can go ahead. I'm sorry it's so slow. This is just all I've got. He's oh, you know, it's not for sheep stations. But his trial shoes are really old and probably need to be refurb. And he was so worried about me that I wasn't really watching where he was going. So I could hear him stumbling behind me. And twice he nearly fell. Oh, God, just don't fall, don't fall, Craig. So I was really worried about that. And then we were coming, you know, I was doing okay. We passed the halfway mark. I was feeling pretty good, running along, running along, running along, then just splat. It's the little rocks on the trail that will get you. It's no, not the big no, suckers no. you can see. It's the little yeah. ones which oh, I think the echidna and wallabies moved. Uh, um, so I went down, got an owie on my hand. It's a bit better now. And, yep, some arm. But you know what? Oh. No bone's broken and it's not a real trail run until someone bites the dust and that was me. Well, I mean, I'm sure it is still a real trail run if no one uh, has a fall. Now, mm-hmm. thankfully, you didn't break anything. It's just no, not this time. I did good bruises, which yep, scrapes and bruises don't look great. And please no. stand upright. Like, please stop falling. <laughs> you and your trail. Well, I stayed upright. I stayed upright the next day <laughs> on the 10k. Okay, and how was this a 5k that you did uh, where you had the fall or? No, that was on the uh, uh, the trail run, which is um, it's not. They do describe it as a hard course, and they do they do warn you beforehand. Everything out there is trying to trip you, and they are correct mm. because it's run on mountain bike trails, which mountain okay. bikers normally use. Yeah, which a lot of it is runnable because you're coming along flat, but then you'll come to a gully and a dip. Okay, um, and there's a couple of them towards the end of the course, which is yeah. after I fell, which are quite sharp. Okay. But it's it's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous, and a lot of it is very runnable. But yeah. I was knackered. I had nothing. Yeah, um, I'd put too much of it into parkrun. So yeah, competitive parkrun. Nick, 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 Nick. That's why you you know hang to the back like I do. Just enjoy. Yeah, I should have done that. But There's no way yeah. you were going to though. So I'm a better morning runner too. Like oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Well, look, all good. You didn't break anything. Uh, And then this week you, obviously, it was a very last minute. Oh, what are we we talking about this week? Mm -hmm. So you've gone down a bit of a dark hole. Uh, Well, I was thinking about 
what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, I got into Australian serial killers. Um, Great. Great. And Australia's first serial killer was a guy called William McDonald. Um, he murdered five men and his crimes included post-mortem mutilation. Okay. Now, when, apparently. When was this, first of all? So that's just In the 60s, back. in 1960s. Okay. So and, do we suspect there yeah. may have been unrecorded serial killers before I think this, that so. there would have had to have been because yeah. that's what I found amusing about this. Um, well, not amusing but interesting and in that the, this was in the 60s. Um because he murdered five, apart from he's killed his first victim in a flat in Brisbane, but yep. the rest took place in Sydney and basically had lured his victims to dark spots in public places, stabbed them multiple times, mm. and he had to cut off their genitals. Oh, gross. Um, now, he died in jail in 2015. Cop okay. this. He was 90. And he was the longest-serving prisoner in Australian history. So maybe they're just a lot that got away with it and didn't come back my Google search. Maybe I didn't dive far enough in but hmm. yeah okay I so, mean I, the yeah. 60s feels very very late maybe it's when that's they that's what first, I thought I mean it'd be interesting to know when they first defined the term serial killer well I've kind of tried to have a look at that too mm-hmm. and I think you have to have killed more than three people or something to be deemed yes. a serial killer we all know this um, in every tv could show. we just not kill people to begin with yeah, let's be not the get best them. way. And, and also, mm. you know, cutting off their genitals, yeah, gross. Well, also the fact that he lured them to dark spots in public places. Mm. So obviously not at times when they were crowded because if someone is being stabbed in a public place, I'm pretty sure they're going to make some noise. Mm, they're definitely. not going to, yeah. So I don't know, that seemed a bit, hmm. Seemed to be interesting to me, so I have to be kind of a bit lost interest in that one. Okay, um, okay. So that subject up to that. Yep. And who who else did you uh, discover? Well, it was only like this one's pretty well known, the Claremont Killer. That's from Perth in the mid nineties, yep. mm-hmm. and that was all the victims were last seen at night spots in Claremont, which is well healed suburb of Perth. Yeah. Um, the first one was in ninety six. Sarah Spies. She was eighteen, and mm-hmm. they never found her body. Mm. Um, and then Jane Rimmer was 23 in June um, 1996 and they found her body two months later in bushland and the third person uh, was Kiara Glenman and she was killed in March 97 and they found her body in April 97. Um, it was a Perth technician, Bradley mm-hmm. Robert Edwards, 48. They arrested him in 2017. He was convicted in 2020 and he got 40 years with no parole. Yes, he was a telephone technician. Yes, yes. And, uh, yes, so there's a lot about him because it seems that there are some uh, victims who or they were potential victims who got away who didn't realise that he was, yeah, know, who he was. And yeah. so they've dug back a bit further, I mm. think, and... Uh, you know, potentially he was doing things he shouldn't have before yep. that uh, mm-hmm. that first victim. So yeah, so yeah, so that's all I got on that. And then I know I sent you a text saying I'm going to try and look up like stinky murders. Yep, that, stinky murders. Really didn't, yeah, uh, that oh really my. didn't you know do much. So then I thought, okay, went on another tangent. What are the worst ten worst ways to die? Okay, and, all right, yeah. Let's go. It, 
Yeah, okay. So um, number 10 came up as starvation because this weakens your immune system. It weakens your immune system because your body starts eating your fat cells. Yeah. That leads to infection and your lack of electrolytes can lead to cardiac arrest as a result of tissue dehydration. Yeah, so starvation also because your brain needs to actually feed off uh, protein uh, mm. when your body starts eating itself, uh, it's not actually able to feed the brain. So, yeah. uh, you know, I can imagine, it, A, it would be horrible because it's such a lengthy, it can be such a lengthy process. B, mm. you would be hallucinating and uh, you'd be feeling all the feels. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, number 10. All right, that, I mean, I think that's pretty yep. bad, but let's go. Yep. So number nine was dehydration. Mm-hmm. And, you know, us runners out there will understand dehydration isn't fun. The more dehydrated you become, um, cells begin to shrink as your body draws water yep. from them to pump to your bloodstream. And this includes your brain cells. And yep. that equals very bad news because it causes them to malfunction, causing confusion, delirium, headaches, coma, and death as, it, as it, your body's unable to sustain normal function. And as the brain shrinks, the skull blood vessels pull away, causing pain and bleeding and your organs begin to shut down. Mm-mm-mm. Again, potentially mm. one that's uh, a lengthy yeah. one as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I imagine it 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 goes probably a little hand in hand with the starvation. That's um, what I'm thinking. Yeah, they the, seem to. Yeah. yeah. So Ugh. yeah. Oh, oh, but it gets worse. Like okay. the next one, decapitation. So there's been studies on this. Okay. And the deceased head can sometimes remain conscious for a short time after it's severed from the body. This is like the chicken that still runs yes. around with its head yes. cut off. Mm. Terrible. Some guy did a study on this and okay. um, an actual experiment and he spoke to the severed head three times and it was only mm. on the third time that the eyes didn't move or something. Hold it, it was, hold it. I had to stop reading that one. That one just freaked me out. Can we rewind? An experiment was done. Mm-hmm. Well, did they this guy, he was watching. No, no, he was watching an execution or something. This is okay. back in way whenever. Um, and, like, once the head had been removed, mm. he said the eyelids were still opening and closing and he could but see the But that could have been an and, involuntary reaction, though, that well, happens in that the That too, but they reckon it, it can sometimes happen. And, of course, you all know that, um, you know, there's a few world-famous decapitations that have gone horribly wrong, like Mary Stewart, you know. Yeah. It took, yeah, and a lot of people, yes. Yeah, so it would not be, and apparently, you know, even though you're chopping off your head, your body's still registering pain. So let's I not mean, go around decapitating people. That's just wrong. Just don't. Okay. Okay. What's our next one? Um, lethal injection, which did surprise me. Oh, wow. There's three elements to this. Yeah. There's a sodium... I think it's ethanol or whatever. Yeah, it makes you unconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's a prosodium bromhide to paralyze you. Mm-hmm. And then there's a potassium chloride to actually kill you. But the problem with this is it's largely unregulated. Okay. And if they get it wrong, um, well, it's not going to be enjoyable anyway. But if they get it wrong, you're still, yeah, not good. So yeah. what I don't understand is how you could get this wrong, right? So there surely must be a weight. You think there'd have to be, yeah, ratio something, of how much you have. Yeah. Or, and then yeah. wouldn't you just up it just to go, yeah. 
no, you know what? We're going to double the dose. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They're going to die anyway. Way. Yep. Let's mm-hmm. just do it as humanely as possible. Oh yeah, which leads us to the next one. Number oh, six gosh. came up as the electric chair. Oh jeez. Yep. And we're okay. only at five and six and seven. Okay. Yeah. Oh wait, wait to hear what this can do. This is this is yeah. Um. So you zap, you get zapped with the electricity. Your mm. heart stops. Your blood begins to boil, your nervous system jams, causing asphyxiation. Bodies have been known to swell up and oh. boiling hot blood can pour out of the orifices. Yeah. Sometimes the eyeballs pop out and flames burst out from under the skin and flesh can cook and fall away. Wow. Wow. Yeah, Who would have thought that just, actually yeah. you'd be requesting to have your head cut off over, uh, I know. over these two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, Number the next ones I didn't go a lot into because you know this is getting a bit. We're getting grosser. Um, number five okay. was crucifixion. Crucifixion. Okay, we'll move on. You know, yep. we're, we're all going to know that that's yep. horrible. Yeah. Yep. Number four is decompression. Okay, so like as so in, that's like okay, let's not talk about yeah. that. I think yeah, relevance mm-hmm. of that one right now is yeah you know, a bit Zero. a bit sore in the world. And number three, we can all imagine, is pretty hard. That's burning. I mean. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. you were alive the whole time. I just well, apparently, in seventy-five percent of the house fires where people are victims, they actually um, suffocate with the fumes, and that kills them okay. first. And they say okay. that's better to go that way than to actually be alive and yeah. feel burning. Obviously, yeah. Number two came up as radiation. I think we'll just leave that one well alone. I mean, so we're talking nuclear. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. And number one was just really, really long. Um, I can't even pronounce it. It's for S-C-A-P-H-I-S-M. Um, and some ancient tribe in the Mayans or something thought of this. Yeah. That's where you trap a victim inside two boats, but you leave their head, hands and feet protruding. Then you force feed them milk and honey to the point where it gives them diarrhea. Then you produce more milk and honey poured all over them, particularly the eyes, mouth and genitals to attract insects. Oh, my God. The idea was that the nasty combo and the biting insects would inflict torture on the victims. These Then the wounds would become gangrenous and death would be resulting from dehydration, starvation, exhaustion and septic shock. Okay. I, I'm not even sure what to say or how to un, unravel this one. So... Mm-hmm. Right, let, yeah, let's, it's, let's it's just gross. do this again. So mm-hmm. you're wedged between two boats, okay, very specific, yep. mm-hmm. but your head is out and your genitals are out. No, no, your head, um, your feet would be protruding, head, hands and feet. Okay. So obviously they drilled holes in the rest of it to pour the stuff in. Okay, okay. so they've yeah. drilled holes. Okay, mate. My head, hands, and feet are out like I'm in a bed that's too long, okay? Mm-hmm. Right. Then there's holes drilled into my boat and honey mm-hmm. and milk are dribbled on my body. Yep. And then we've Not got, dribbled. You're, you're being force-fed this stuff. Force-fed. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then when do the ants come into it? Like, uh, Yeah. Um that's when they pour more all over you to attract the insects. Yeah. So I and thought that's when, yeah. yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm being force fed, so I have diarrhea. So mm-hmm. basically, I'm it's, sitting it's myself, nasty. right? Mm. Lovely. And then we're putting more on my body. So what type of ants are they? Or? I didn't go into what kind of insects. Um, <laughs> sorry. It's specific. Okay. We've all had the bite <laughs> of a bull ant or a fire ant or, well, hopefully not a fire yeah. ant, but a bull ant. And that is almighty horrible. Uh, yeah. So I can't even imagine. I they were hoping for like flesh-eating ants. Honestly, at this point, you would be hoping for that. And mm-hmm. then, so okay, so I'm I'm obviously feeling pretty damn horrible at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, my wounds then get gang gangrene. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, then they start to stink. I mean, we're a couple of days in now. Obviously, this I is know. Yep. not an this easy is not fun. And then what happens? I just die of my wounds at that point? You die of probably septic shock is probably going to get you at that point, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, whoever did the research for this, we'll put the uh, link on the site so I'll get you to Mm -hmm. send it to me. Yeah. Uh, For this one is very, it's very specific. I mean, we're going for all the other ones which are common and popular yeah, well, and then this living, one came up, you know, well, known. you know, you would expect to be on a list of horrible ways to die, but yeah. this one was just like, whoa, okay. Yeah. I mean, mm. this makes me think of back in the, um, you know, the days of, uh, you know, the British uh, crusades mm-hmm. and stuff where they would mm. tie a man by his bits, should we say, mm-hmm. And uh, uh, pull him from, you know, with the Mm -hmm. horse and uh, pretty much tear into bits but, you know, Mm -hmm. wouldn't necessarily die immediately unless it was from shock or something. So, Mm. I mean, if that top one was on the list, I don't know why this, that wasn't on the list as well. But I don't know. It's just, I don't don't get this from, I don't even know if I write down where I got it from, to be honest. You just go there. Kept reading and go, wow, okay, yeah. Yep. Well, you know, it was because all my, you know, my other ideas didn't come to fruition. I was very disappointed. Well, I do have one, but I'm actually going to mm-hmm. leave it for next week. And mm-hmm. it's uh, it's a true story that inspired a movie, very loosely mm-hmm. inspired a movie. Um, and it is uh, too two men who decided to commit a crime. So I'm going to go through that in quite a bit of detail next Uh week. Um, So I thought I went down the route of movie inspiration. I was looking for more spy-like murders, so if anyone's got any, Uh um, we can do some more research on that and we can talk about it on the pod Uh because obviously I love a bit of a spy-like murder. Yeah. I did. I did enjoy our two-parter on uh, Gareth Williams the other week. Yes, mm, it was. Yeah, I like that. It was good. Yeah. Well, Nick, um, I'm not sure I'm going to sleep tonight. Uh, my stomach is certainly turning and curdling at the thought of <laughs> those, and that's because I'm a very visual person. So I've got. Mm-hmm. 
multiple uh, things going on in my head based on your top 10 ways to die. Great. Thanks for that. Um, my top yes, <laughs> yes, your evil laugh. I was wondering where it was. I haven't heard it for, for a long time. Um, and any listeners out there whose stomach is curdling, I apologize. Uh, Nick obviously doesn't. She's got her evil smile on. Uh, brilliant. Well, have you got any, what have you got planned this weekend? Uh, it's Gold Coast Marathon weekend. Ooh. So Craig is doing, doing a marathon? The, no, God, no. Craig is doing the half marathon on Saturday mm-hmm. and I'm doing the 5K on Saturday and the okay. 10K on Sunday. And shout out to my friend Kathleen who is cray cray but super good and she's like a ultra runner. Yep. And she is going to um, do the 21, on, it's called the double, the Goldie mm-hmm. double. She's going to do 21K on Saturday and then the full marathon on Sunday. Wow. And she so will get it done. Cray. But yep. yep, she's really strong. She will get it done. And yep, so. I hope she finishes it as well as she can without any injury and yep. feeling as good as she can at the end of that on Sunday. Yep. And we'll all be there to cheer her on. So, oh, yay. Oh, that's amazing. So I imagine a few drinks on Friday night maybe or on uh, Sunday? Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, uh, the Craig's race is at like 6.30 in the morning. Mine's oh. at 10.25. Oh. I mean, I know no. you go at 6.25 in the morning personally. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. It does feel very it's early though. a long day. So no, probably not. Probably not drinking till Sunday night. Okay, hopefully. Well, I wish you well as well, and I wish Craig well. And obviously, for those who are out there who aren't sure if Craig is still with us, he is. I saw photos of him from one die on the weekend. So, and I'm sure Nick will post some from Gold Coast Marathon uh, Mm -hmm. this weekend. uh, But he hasn't made it into a wood chipper yet. Uh, no, 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 and I'm sure he doesn't want to. No, and I don't want to either because you know, like we discussed before, that'd be mess, and you know how I feel about that and having to clean up. Exactly. I mean, so many reasons why not to kill someone. Why not to kill someone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just mm. just the whole just, moral thing of it. But well, that would be so, number one. That, mm. I mean, that's number one. But the mess. I mean, I think that's a big number two. It is. And the stress and anxiety of thinking, what if I do? Oh, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Nah. And then the guilt, Catholic guilt. Oh, gosh, that took me there. Yeah. I know. All right. So many reasons not to do it. So we just. So many reasons. So, Nick, don't murder anyone. I won't. We won't together. Together. Have a wonderful rest of the week. And you too. I shall. I am having dinner with my nephew tomorrow night who's been here the last couple of days. So Nice. You enjoy if that. If he's listening, which he won't because he thinks I am the uncool aunt uh, and the stricter uncool aunt probably as well, which mm-hmm. who knows. I can see that. Again. I just like to set really healthy boundaries so he knows that I love him. And I know. It's, it's done with love. 
It no. is. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I'm not a strict boundary. You're the crazy aunt. You're the strict crazy aunt. I know, but he doesn't really know the crazy aunt version. You know, he only mm. comes down and he's got a girlfriend and never, and never uh-huh. see him. So he's yeah. either on his phone or is with his girlfriend. He's, ah. he's 15. We've all yeah. been. Yep. Um, all right. Well, you enjoy that. Hello. Hello, Sam. <laughs> um, don't listen because obviously this is a gory podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> That's all right. It is called Murder Club for Beginners for a reason. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. We'll talk to you later. And all right. Have a good week. You too. Bye. Bye.